welcome to Talk Me to the Movies. I'm Brenna. And I'm Kara. And we're back after a long-ish hiatus. <laughs> Pretty decided, long. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> again, I have no concept of time, but <laughs> it's exciting to a be A year back. later. A year yeah. later and we still have no concept of time. Yep. It'll oh, never man. be the same. <laughs> we're still virtual, but luckily things seem to be... On the up and up. <laughs> I know, finally. Yeah. We'll be going to movie theaters soon. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's like the closer we get to that, having having that as an option, I'm like, are we going to start hearing that, like, Alamo Draft House is never going to open again or, or something like that? I'm, I'm, like, getting nervous. <laughs> I'm like, I need them to open so that they can make money. <laughs> no, seriously, no. I literally heard, I was listening to... Um, one of our favorite podcasts today, The Big Picture, and they were talking about the starlight in Los Angeles closed down, which is so sad. That's right. And I'm like, I just want the one that is right next, the, the Alamo Draft House <laughs> right next to me to stay open. Yeah. And, and the oh. Texas Theater. If both of those stay open, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, me too. I'm so proud of the Texas Theater. Shout out to anyone who lives in Dallas, but they've done a great job with their... Uh, drive-in setup and just all the ways they've been like scrappy and able to make money it's like I saw that they're doing um in-person showings now which is awesome I think on a bigger scale (laughs) yeah I kind of want to go see the Godzilla movie there oh yeah have you watched it already or no I haven't I like I'm not like really into that Hulk thing that like I feel like I (laughs) would enjoy it lizards and monkeys fighting (laughs) yeah I'd be into it in in a movie theater setting, like with my popcorn and my coke, like sign me up. Yes, or, like, on my own television, I'm like, nah, I'll yeah. watch another episode of Survivor. Or we watched it on HBO Max at home, and like it was fun. I'm so the last movie, Godzilla: King of the Monsters, was I loved it, but we saw it in theaters. But like I cried. I had a very big reaction. <laughs> To that movie, it's like, you know, it's dumb and like the dialogue is so corny, but they're like made for the big screen. So after we watched the new one at home, I was like, oh man, I bet you'd have a totally different experience in the theater. So I would recommend that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do it. Texas theater, here I come. (laughs) Yay. Oh, it's so exciting. (laughs) Side note, remember when we went to see Tenet for like that one blip on the radar when Alamo Drafthouse opened for like a week? That's still the only movie theater movie I've seen this year. Yeah, and me too. I ordered popcorn and it came saran wrapped and yeah. my, <laughs> my utensils came <laughs> saran wrapped. Everything was saran wrapped. <laughs> I, I felt very safe. Yeah. We're the only people on our row, but. <laughs> right. And they took our temperatures when we came in and we were in the very back row so that no one could breathe on us from behind. <laughs> Oh, man. Alamo, you did a good job, but it's probably for the best that it didn't last. But they'll be ready. They'll be ready soon. I know it. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. Yeah. We haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We're just riffing. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about our favorite uh, superhero movies. Um, This is a new topic for me. Superhero newbie. <laughs> I am very superhero newbie. I didn't even know the difference between DC and Avengers until like oh. a year ago. 
Or, I sorry, like this. DC and Marvel. DC Marvel. That's so it's bad. basically synonymous now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've watched 21 superhero movies in the past two months. Oh my goodness. Whoa. You're going to have to like send me your whole list. That's impressive. <laughs> it, it's been, it's been a lot. It's, I like them. Like, Good. I'm not going to say I don't. I really, I really like them. Yeah. But I've been like asking people recently. I'm like, if you have to choose between Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, or all superhero movies, what would you choose? What do people say? I, they say superhero movies. Oh, nice. Oh, and I, Star Wars. You could throw Star oh, Wars in there too. Yeah, it's kind of like in the same vein. Somebody out there would be mad to hear that, but it's like, yeah, yeah. you can lump those things in together. <laughs> but I think what's been really with the superhero movies, I think they're just kind of intimidating Mm because there's so many different directors. There's so many different storylines. There's so many, many different takes on all these stories that I've kind of like always like, Oh, I don't know if I want to put my feet in the water. Right. But I've, I feel like I'm in there now and I'm like, okay, I feel like I know a lay of the land at least. (laughs) Good. And I, I think that's better like in a way to come in, you know, kind of new to it because I feel like, one of the things that always intimidates me about superhero movies, even though I feel like I've kind of been invested in them for basically the last 15 years of my life. Like, I don't know, but, <laughs> but it's like nerve wracking because some people are so hardcore about it that it's not even fun to really talk about it because it's like all about what's correct according to, you know, the actual comic and character canon and all of that. And it's like, I know some of that, but Sometimes I just I just like to watch them because they're fun adventure films. And I at least like that it's better to go in, like, not taking them too seriously because then you're just going to, like, set yourself up for disappointment, I think. And that's why some of them get so polarizing. Yeah, there are definitely some, some interesting ones. Like, one of the <laughs> ones that I watched that I was like, I can't even believe this was a movie, was Spider-Man 3. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> with emo Spider-Man. And I and, was like, like dance. <laughs> I was like, this was not made this year. This was made in <laughs> whenever we had seen kids around. Right. Emo was not dead. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Long live emo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Those are movies that I kind of wish I had, like, I mean, I still could, but I haven't revisited the uh, Tobey Maguire. I kept wanting to say Tony, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Kirsten Dunst was Oh yeah, Mary Jane. I Jane love Jane. Kirsten Dunst. I do, too. <laughs> I recently watched Bring It On again, and I was like, this movie is the best. <laughs> and oh I, want, I wanted to be Kirsten Dunst for so long. <laughs> I miss her. Me, too. <laughs> Okay, well, so how are we going to... So we each picked five, right? Five of our yeah. favorites. Mine, the way I basically narrowed mine down was just like, I was like, okay, there's so many to choose from. I was like, in my gut, I know that it's something I loved if I've seen it more than once. So I started with that that pile, and that's basically how these ended up. But anyway. <laughs> no, that's a, good, that's a good way to rank it, honestly. Yeah. Okay, I can start. Yeah, kick it off. I have a tie for number five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you're kicking it off with cheating? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm totally going to like sneak some in there. (laughs) Okay, so my tie for number five is Avengers Endgame. 
Nice. Yes. And um, Captain America Winter Soldier. Nice. Which are both ones that are directed by the Russo brothers. Um, mm. Avengers Endgame, I like kept like, I feel like that's why I watched 21 movies is because I wanted to eventually get to Endgame, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, but I like it for so long had been listening to the big picture and they always play the I am inevitable quote. Oh, that's right. All the time. Shout out to Sean Fennessey. Yeah. So whenever that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, like that is what this is from. Like I didn't, I just forgot that that was coming. Um, (laughs) I am inevitable. Which I really liked in game. Um, But at the same time, like the time traveling stuff, like you said, you can't take them too seriously, but it oh, just yeah. like, even with Tenet, anytime that there's time travel and I feel like I don't completely understand every single aspect of it, it just kind of bothers me a little bit. Right. Because <laughs> I like spend too much time being like, oh, are they contradicting themselves from what they said earlier on in the film? <clears throat> exactly. Um, You're like, is but... the science sound? Like when you start <laughs> picking it apart, like even now, so, like things will randomly come up where like... We'd start, my husband and I will start talking about, but that's why that thing in Endgame didn't make sense. Like, (laughs) it's like, it's so embedded, like, it's a cultural moment. (laughs) But I thought, one thing I thought was funny about the movie, though, is that they actually call out all these other time-traveling films, Um, like Back to the Future and stuff, and they, like, say, all those are false and don't make sense, and this is how it has to be. Mm -hmm. But I I kept going back to Harry Potter, um... Oh, no, the third one. Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I like felt like that time travel made sense to me in my head. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, no one can see anyone because then everything's ruined. And I was like, oh, wait, this isn't, this is not Harry Potter. This is a whole new universe. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Endgame, I feel like I had to put it on there just because... Everyone asks if you've seen Avengers Endgame. Right. Um, but I do feel like I like Winter Soldier a little bit more. Like, I feel like yeah. uh, Captain America Winter Soldier was like the first Avengers movie that I was like, that I saw. Like, because I watched it in timeline order instead of release date mm, order. Nice. Um, yeah. So I had to like be careful with those very end scenes to make sure I didn't like get tripped up with anything or like anything get spoiled. Right. But Winter Soldier was epic to me like and mm-hmm. and the thing is, is I'm going into these blind too so like right when Bucky Captain America's friend comes back and you and you figure out that he's the Winter Soldier like that was just like an epic moment for me because I'm like yeah. coming into this like fully clean not seeing any previews or anything like that so mm-hmm. oh that's awesome I love that 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 was your experience because I knew and like so then it, you're just like waiting for this thing to happen that you know is going to happen and it would be so much more awesome if you didn't <laughs> no yeah it was fun to watch and yeah that one was just epic and the first um like there's like a chase scene in that one, like a car chase scene, and it is just, I think yeah. it's probably the best car chase scene I've ever seen. Nice. Not that I've seen very many. I'm like, I'm over here, I'm like, I've seen the Italian <laughs> job, and. <laughs> That's basically one big car chase, so that counts. That counts for like 20. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really liked that movie a lot, so. That's yeah, awesome. That was, those are my number fives. <laughs> nice. Wait, so have you been watching this episode? It's going to be super rambly for me because everything's just going to remind me of something else. <laughs> but so have you been watching 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do you have Disney Plus? Okay, yes, I do have. Well, I'm on someone's Disney plan. So I... <laughs> we're all sharing. It's good. Yeah, we're all sharing. Um, I have not watched that. I was actually going to ask you if you were watching any superhero series because now there's WandaVision. Um, yes. There's, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. I think there's a third one too. Loki's coming out next, which I'm so stoked for that show because I love Loki. He's one of the he's, best. <laughs> he's a great villain. Yes. Um not as good as Darth Vader, but he's good. I like him a lot. <laughs> You're, I love that. You're such a nerd now. You're saying not as good as Darth Vader. But... We have to do a whole podcast about Star Wars. because Absolutely. My, I would love to. My Darth Vader love, like, I just, sorry, I'm going off a tangent, but no, literally, good. I think he's probably the best villain of all time. So many layers, right? Yes. <laughs> And, and I, if I had known whenever we did our Enneagram podcast, I would have been like, Darth Vader is a four, true and true. Like, he is. <laughs> that's why I like him, is he's my Enneagram type. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We should totally do a Star Wars episode. I would love any reason to go back and watch them all again. Oh, um, yeah. Sign yeah, me up. That's awesome. But yes, to answer your question, I, when I watched WandaVision, watching Falcon and Winter Soldier... There's a couple other um, superhero. It was actually like, I was really debating going into this. I'm like, how I really wanted to cheat and make like half of my list TV shows. (laughs) But I was like, nope, this is a movie podcast. But some others that I would shout out for series are The Umbrella Academy and Titans. Um, Those are two TV shows that I really love, Um, especially Umbrella Academy. Titans is almost like, really bad in a way that I like (laughs) yeah but um yeah I love oh man there's so many great superhero series now too it's like it's like just pick a path in any universe and there's such a big rabbit hole to go down (laughs) yeah it's fun (laughs) so my number five also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Black Panther this was hard like when you said your list I was like how do I not have Avengers Endgame on this list like that's crazy um but um yeah love that movie love pretty much everything marvel but black panther cracked into my top five just because i mean it's like by the time that movie came out marvel had totally hit its sweet spot so that helped it too but it's just like i feel like every detail of that movie is so innovative and unique like everything from the score, which is like one of my favorite composers. I'm going to not say his name right, but Ludwig Göransson, I think is how you say his name. Like the music is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Like I listened to that score. Um, And then like the costume designer, Ruthie Carter is like literally one of my fashion heroes. Like, um, and actually this, a girl that worked on production design at Black Panther, I think I mentioned this in another episode of having weird deja vu, but she went to um, my college, but I didn't like know her or anything. But I just love like everything about that movie is so gorgeous. And like, you know, shout out to Chadwick Boseman. It's like, that is always like going to cut, cut a chord with me, but um, I just love that movie and also because I think it has a really in the scheme of superhero movies it has one of the more layered and complex narratives where like the bad guy Killmonger it's like is he really like yes he does some 
bad criminal things in the movie, but is he really like a, a bad guy, quote unquote, by traditional standards? Because some of the things he believes in and is fighting for are like things that a lot of people would think are good. And and then like when he and T'Challa are fighting and like, you know, having their main um, conflict, T'Challa himself is even really like torn over. He doesn't want to hurt this person. He wants this person instead to be like, you know, if he had it his way, like a part of his family and world. And um, so, yeah, I just like, it's also one of the ones I've seen the most. Like if it's on TV, on like TNT or HBO or whatever, it's like, I'm, I'm going to put it on and even just watch 10 minutes of it because it's so gorgeous and just full of badassery. But um, yeah, it was really hard to like, I'm looking at my list. That's actually the only Marvel movie on my list, which is kind of wild, but Oh my gosh, really all hard. mine are Marvel. <laughs> but except, except one, except one. Okay. But, but actually, Black Panther's on my list. Um, okay. Where'd but, you have okay, it? I had it as number three. Oh, nice. And I'd never seen any of Chadwick Boseman's movies. And whenever he oh. died in 2020 um, from colon cancer, I was like, oh, like, I know I've heard of him. And... Uh-huh. But so, like, it's so sad. And I know that he's nominated for an Oscar this year mm-hmm. uh, for Best Actor, but I forgot what the movie's Oh, called. yeah, Ma Rainey. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but, yeah, Wakanda is beautiful. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> I want to live there. And I love the relationship that he has with his sister, too. Like, it's just all the dynamics in it are awesome. Uh, one thing that was funny about that movie, though, is, like, since these are all, like, PG-13, like, I I'm, I am a little bit, like, weird about goriness, and so mm. the Marvel movies are fine because everyone's just, like, blowing each other up from afar with, like, laser beams and stuff, but right. when, in that one, when they're fighting with, like, knives and spears, like, skin to skin, I was, like, kept, like, oh, covering my eyes because I was, like, I'm actually going to see blood. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everything's always like at a distance or they cut away normally and yeah that one was definitely a little more visceral with the violence for sure <laughs> i think this didn't that movie win an oscar for like best film or like the it first was nominated like, i think and it was was it the first nomination for or was it the only nomination for like a superhero movie oh. am I wrong about that? no I, I think you're right i think it's the f- now i'm like questioning the only other one i could think of that maybe was was dark knight but i don't know if i'm just thinking of heath ledger being nominated but i think it was like the first superhero movie to be nominated for best picture and they won the sag award that year i remember that was like such a big deal because they won best ensemble so everybody was like oh my gosh it's gonna win the oscar and that still would have been awesome i can't even remember what I think that's the year Shape of Water one. I don't know, but but yeah, it was. Long story short, <laughs> I wish they did best ensemble in um in the Oscars. I think Me that's too. a great category. I agree, but. and it's a good way to have like other movies win something big and like acknowledge the whole production, even if it's like you know not the best movie of the year because the best movie of the year could be about somebody who's alone the whole time. I don't know, but (laughs) no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'd be a fun category. All right. What's your number four? Okay. Uh, This is my, 
number four, but I like still am like, maybe this is like my number two. Um, <laughs> it's hard. But <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's mine too. And I realize no, I'm I... a straight up liar because that is a, that is a Marvel movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's yeah, my number still four counts. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that movie was absolutely phenomenal. Like I was kind of like in the middle of my 21 movie binge and came to that movie and I was like this is what this is all about like the comic just the fact that it's like structured like the comic books how it's illustrated so perfect within the first five seconds they make a joke about the spider-man popsicles and how ugly they are and I just (laughs) died they're always like melted and refrozen so their faces are like (laughs) the eyes are like two inches apart like whatever that scene came up I was like oh my gosh spot on this is gonna be amazing um but yeah I yeah I was hooked to that movie and I loved it I like there was parts of it where it could have been something that I've been like oh this is kind of lame like when they introduce all these other spider men from different dimensions but it it was just a great movie I just really enjoyed it yeah 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 it's like a perfect movie it's it's so good I feel like it was nominated for Best picture? It was a maybe I'm thinking of just best animated, but I remember like that was the year too that everybody was like, could this movie win best picture? Like it's good enough. <laughs> um, yeah, it's oh man, it's so good. Like speaking of the the other Spider Men, the just the fact that like John Mulaney and Nick Cage were two like voice two of the other versions of Spider Man. Like those are like <laughs> two of my favorite people ever. Like. I love Nicolas Cage, like anything. And the fact, I just love his Spider-Man noir. Like it's so perfect. (laughs) He says something like, do you ever just watch it, light a cigarette to watch it burn? Like (laughs) it's so so dark and deadpan. It's so funny. Um, And it's a great, that's a great point is like all the voices that are in that. Like that's my only thing is I wish that there was more Nicolas Cage moments in that. Me too. (laughs) Me too. I would gladly like make him one of the main characters. (laughs) Um, But it's cool too, because like we were just talking earlier, like there's been so many Spider-Man, like our whole lives, how many different versions of (laughs) Spider-Man have come out and the fact that they, yeah, like so many. And the fact that like in that oversaturation, there's still something this unique coming out. And, and it's cool that it's Miles Morales' story instead of Peter Parker. And I don't know. It's just such a good movie. And the soundtrack's great. It's, that's another one I would just watch at any point in time. And it was just instantly make your mood better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's just it's pretty to look at like yeah you you really do feel like you're looking at a comic book while you're watching that right movie. it's it's just really well done yeah know? it's so funny we both had that at number four but it, it was funny. I was like you I was like but it could be number one like it could be <laughs> it's so hard to compare some of these <laughs> it's almost like its own entity in a way like it mm-hmm. I, but yeah it's it's really good I want to see more animated well I guess like there's a lot of animated like superhero Superhero movies I could go watch I've seen them all on Disney plus sitting down there at the bottom but this one was just yeah this one was really good yeah Yeah. a good one in terms of animated I almost put it on my list but um 
is I don't know maybe you've seen it but the I think Lego Batman is really good for a lot of the same yeah because it makes a lot of the same like really clever callbacks to other versions of Batman and just like Batman is part of pop culture um I loved that movie like (laughs) I was I think we saw in theaters like the day it came out with a bunch of kids but um it's really good and it's really funny and has a lot of those like same aspects of like if you're if you have enough awareness about like this superhero and their history, like it, it's just it makes a lot of good jokes, and I think it entertains both kids and adults. <laughs> Should we do a Lego episode where we just talk about? We oh just my watch gosh. all the Lego movies. We could. There's been so many. <laughs> it was like Lego Ninjago, which I don't even know anything about that. But <laughs> aren't there Lego Star Wars too? I think so. Now I'm like second guessing it. There definitely are, like, Lego Star Wars toys. I can't remember if there's a movie. (laughs) I've definitely seen little Lego lightsabers around. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) There's probably some of those in my house somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, there are. I I know exactly where they are. (laughs) And she does not have children. (laughs) I do not have children. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, that's important clarification. These are things that were purchased by adults. For our use, not for gifts or anything. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, well the, you already know my number three. So Black Panther, we already know. Oh, that's that right. One. That's right. Okay. So what's your number three? Okay. So my number three, this is kind of an anomaly on my list, but it's Batman from 1966 with, so like Adam West and Burt Ward, kind of the OG Batman and Robin this movie is like so wild and so funny and ridiculous. It's just is like this the shark one. The what? Is this the shark one? The one yes. With the shark? Yes. It's like it's so funny. It just is like laugh out loud funny. And I I just love that like it became because this they, they were the same people that did like the Batman TV show. But it's kind of like, for as much of, as much as we know Batman now as being this kind of really gritty figure and like our pop culture, at least like of our generation, like that's our Batman is like Nolan and Batfleck and like all these dark versions, which are also awesome and I adore. But it's just like hilarious to think about that there is this whole generation before us that their version of Batman was this little guy with like a little beer belly who like cared about people like crossing the street safely um, and just crack jokes. But it's like, it's where we get all these references from like that original, the original Batman theme song that like everyone knows the tune to. And like when they like are fighting and it says pow and bam across the screen, it's like, it's just so much fun and it's so like pure. (laughs) Um, But it just, yeah, I just mostly love it because it's just so funny. Like, like you mentioned the thing with the shark and there's this whole scene where like Batman and Robin battle a shark after like, I think being tricked by Joker or basically this whole group of bad guys. And it is just so funny because like Robin is for no reason at all hanging upside down from like a helicopter ladder trying to fight this bat and everything that they use as a weapon is not just the name of the weapon. It has, like, bat in the title. So they say, like, 
grab the shark repellent bat spray. Like, it's like, what? What about it makes it bat? Like, when they escape out a window, it's not just with a rope, it's with a bat rope. They're like, grab the bat rope. Like, My favorite know. part is that it's all labeled. Like, yes. everything has... <laughs> His name is, like, printed. Yeah. Like, everything... Someone has a labor, label maker on that set, because it yeah. is everything... Every step of the ladder... No, I'm just kidding. No, but the ladder, I think, is labeled. Yeah, I think it is. Like, <laughs> it's just so funny, and, like... Even, even the fact that, like, Catwoman speaks exclusively in cat puns, like, everything she says, like, <laughs> she has to work in the word, like, meow, like, <laughs> it just, I was, when I was trying to prep for this and write my notes, I just went back and, like, read on a bunch of random websites lists of quotes from this movie, and I was just, like, cracking up just reading the quotes. I was like, this is just so ridiculous. Um, oh my gosh, we're gonna insert one. Yeah, definitely. There's so many. Like, and, and even, like, I realized, like, my in my family, so, you know, in the movie, Robin's always saying holy something. Like, he's like, holy caboose or holy Halloween. Like, everything is holy something. And, like, my family, like, my whole life, <laughs> we've always said, like, holy shit, Batman. Like, <laughs> something bad <laughs> happens or something surprising. So... I credit it to that movie and I just love it. It's like not a movie I think about that often, but again, like I'll see it on TV and just put it on. And I'm always like, I forgot how funny this was. Like that's always the thought process I have. Um, So I would recommend it to anyone. (laughs) If anything, just like if you need a palate cleanser from gritty Batman or or something like. (laughs) If these new age movies are too high tech. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which all that to say, I'm super excited for the new Batman movie that's coming out next year with Robert Pattinson, which looks like it's going to be extremely dark, but it looks really good. (laughs) I think that's why, which is funny because, sorry, this is side note tangent, but like. With Marvel and DC, Marvel's definitely, there's definitely some, like, humor that you might not want your kids to hear. Like, there's, mm-hmm. some of the movies are, like, worse than others, but DC is dark. Like, it is, yes. there's some dark stuff <laughs> in DC, like. It really is. Yeah, so, I think that's why, my first, my number one is a DC movie, so, oh. that I just feel like, I don't know, I love how dark the DC movies are. I think that's really fun, and. They're yeah. kind of scary, which is cool. But I agree. I love it too. It's like, for as much as I love Marvel for being kind of like, you know, always look on the bright side. I love DC for the same reasons for being so like raw and, um, you know, they just paint it. They don't cut any corners. Like they just paint it. <laughs> it's like yeah. dirty and tough, and I like that too. So it's like you have something for whatever mood you're in. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> okay, so my number two movie is Avengers of Infinity War. Yes. Infinity Wars. Um, I like this way better than Endgame. I thought that movie was I think was I amazing. like it too, yeah. Yeah, I think I liked it because, I don't know, I think I just liked it because we weren't like set up to like watch the Avengers succeed once again. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to see them fail repeatedly um and i think i really liked this one because you do get to see everyone interact with one another and there's something about those avengers movies whenever you get to see everyone playing off of one another that's really fun yeah um 
but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I just, I preferred it to Endgame. That's, that's really all I have to say about it, but I like loved this movie. I thought it was really, really good and really, really fun. So I prefer it too. I think, um, it just kind of, I don't know, maybe it's something about how you knew Endgame was kind of like closing the book on a chapter. And so it kind of had that writing on it, whereas Infinity War got to be a bit more of the adventure. But also, like, I'm dying to know, like, what was your reaction to everybody, like, disintegrating in that movie? I was, I'll never I was, forget. I was, like, so sad. I was like, yeah. what? It was very left behind kind of situation. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, what? Is going I was on? like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> but I'm still sad that Vision is gone. Like, I feel yeah. like I was like, oh, I really like how he came to be and like how we set Vision up in this like film and like we just got to know him as like a character barely, uh-huh. and then like at the end of the movie, he's gone. Um, so yeah. I think that was like one choice. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But yeah, yeah. I, when everyone started disintegrating, I was I was crying. Yeah, um, I was I was glad that my number one girl didn't get disintegrated. <laughs> Wait, who's Black your number Widow. one girl? Oh, Black Widow. Okay, cool. Um, but no, yeah, I really liked that movie. Yeah, that was great. Me too. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. I I'll never forget. We went to see that in the theater, like, you know, and it was like, I think on opening night and it was like the night before one of my best friend's weddings. And I was like, we're going to see Infinity War. Um, I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't like go to the next day, not knowing like (laughs) what the rest of the world knows, you know, which is ridiculous. Would have been fine. But um, just that's probably like one of my most visceral movie theater memories is just that happening people just like losing their minds i was like shaking and like weeping (laughs) i i can't even imagine like luckily i was watching that movie and it ended and i was like oh i can start end game but i cannot imagine having to go a year and a half to wait (laughs) exactly to figure out if everyone's like forever dead (laughs) right i know and just like so much speculation and Man, yeah, it it was like that. It was like, I just remember reading so many articles about people guessing, like, who was actually going to come back and who was dead, dead. And, like, <laughs> it was just wild. Um, and, oh, man, speaking of Spider-Man, like, him, the part where he disintegrates is just the most heartbreaking when he's, like, holding on to Iron Man and saying he doesn't want to go. And, like, oh, my gosh, it's <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> gonna cry on this podcast <laughs> that was very heartbreaking yeah but yeah i also, like that one. side note i like have started watching the spider-man the new tom holland ones and oh yeah i think it's hilarious how like they have to like deal with like this five-year time gap right while everyone's disintegrated and like the ones who were in high school their little brothers and sisters have surpassed them and so they have to go back to high school (laughs) it's like that sucks oh man so funny yeah Yeah. i was actually just watching homecoming the other day and i was like oh these movies are fun i hadn't like seen it in a while but yeah it is yeah and that's what i like about um the marvel tv shows so far is how it's so interesting how they've like 
kept that event as like part of like this the main storyline and I know there's only been two shows so far but in in both like um WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier it's like they're very much centered around that happening and you get to see like how it affects them down the road and I'm just so impressed with that I'm like how do they keep these stories going in ways that are continuing to be interesting and people are invested and they're just How do they so well straight? thought out? Exactly. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I just picture, like, the Marvel headquarters. Like, every wall is, like, it's, like, one of those walls with, like, the string connecting. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to connect this storyline to this. And, yeah, just how do you keep it all at top of mind? Like, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it really is. Because WandaVision, when is that... Because that's something that threw me off. I did not think Vision was going to leave because I was like, oh, there's yeah. a series with them in it. Um, mm-hmm. So when is what's that timeline? Like, where is that lay in this? So it's actually after. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but yeah, it's, it's after. It's It takes place. Oh, gosh. See, now I'm already getting confused because I'm watching <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier 2. I'm like, wait. So WandaVision is soon after because his vision in it yeah he's in it but um he was it's dead. complicated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i loved that show also the last episode made me weep i'm just like why like marvel <laughs> you gotta do this but i loved wandavision and i'm i'm with you like i always was a fan of that character and, and scarlet witch too like i love them together and so I was really excited that they made that TV show, and I thought it was satisfying. So, you probably will too if you like that character. But yeah, it's good. I need to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only like half hour episodes, so I would. I kind of wish I had waited to just watch the whole thing in like a day, because <laughs> yeah. waiting a week in between half hour episodes was like, it was. I mean, obviously, I got are, through it, but <laughs> they were released on Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, Disney is raking in that dough it's with the Star Wars series, yeah, and these series, and I mean, and everything. But I think Spider Man's the only thing that they don't have right now in the Marvel universe, yeah. which is still owned by Sony Pictures, I think. But right, right, yeah, you're which, absolutely. Yeah, right. I had to, I had to do a little hunt to get to these. Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so weird how that happened, like how they lost ownership of it because it's so interwoven. It's like you can't go back. Like, come on, just let him let him keep it. But no. Sony being complicated. <laughs> I haven't seen the numbers, so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know was that Oh, you said that was your number two? Yeah. Okay, I was like, I lost. Oh, you might be on your number. Are you on your number three? No, you're on your number two. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is kind of obvious. Um, well, I guess to you, not to anybody else listening. But (laughs) (laughs) my number two is Wonder Woman. Um, not the new one, but the one that came out originally in 2018 or whatever that was. Um, yeah. I just first of all, I guess I should have started this by saying. I always have slight of a lean toward DC movies and properties just because that's like the one realm where I've actually like read some of the comics and just like know more about it. But um, that doesn't really like make much of a difference here. But I think that's why like my list started to skew that way. The the further up 
I win. But um, yeah, I just, this movie, like, for just being a fan of Wonder Woman in general and like just getting to see it executed this beautifully and um, just seeing how inspiring it was and how just it has like a woman's gaze all throughout it because it was actually directed by a woman and like it just took such great care not only with Wonder Woman's character but with the Amazons and Themyscira and like the opening of that movie when they show the whole history and like the battle scenes it always makes me cry like every time <laughs> and I and I can't even really articulate why <laughs> except that like you just don't see things depicted that way that often and we're getting to see it more because superhero movies are so popular and they're finally swinging to like women superhero centered movies but so we are getting to see it more often but I think just because Wonder Woman was kind of it felt like one of the first to really lean into that and like it just is so much fun to just soak in that world and I also think that like both Gal Gadot and Chris Pine especially together they're like treasures like cinematic treasures like they're so good and (laughs) and I just I think Chris Pine is hilarious and um I literally like after the first time I saw it I spent so like obsessed and inspired by it I spent like two weeks watching YouTube videos about how to do the different hairstyles (laughs) that the Amazons have I'm not even kidding like and I like would practice all these crazy like braids and ponytails because I like was like this is so badass and it just has so many I'm a huge fan of Robin Wright too and I like she's just one of my all-time favorite actors and just like I just love her and so getting to see her also be like a warrior was really cool it just ticked all the boxes like there was no way I wasn't gonna love it and just be totally swayed by it even if it wasn't as good of a movie I think I still would have felt like really in love with it (laughs) what did you think about the second one so I actually I'm like in a camp of people that actually liked the second one I it's definitely not as good as the first one but I didn't have like a rage about it like (laughs) I think a lot of people did but I think that's because kind of for the same reason like if it's something that I just love that I'm like a nerd about I'm always going to be won over just by getting to see it depicted on a screen it's like yeah I'm not I'm not usually one of the people that's going to be like oh well I'm angry because they didn't depict this that and the other thing correctly it's like just getting to see what's like lived in my brain on a screen it's like it is totally unfair because it's just an emotional response it's like not a (laughs) I'm not like critiquing it in any like um intelligent way but I just like you know get excited about it so I liked like some aspects of the second one and like I still think like the same things like everything they depicted from like Diana's life and Themyscira totally had me like geeking out and um, the storyline was very messy and not nearly as good but yeah I was like I liked it I just I just liked getting to watch a Wonder Woman movie so (laughs) have you seen that one I've seen Okay, so I watched Wonder Woman in the air somewhere between here and Hong Kong. And I was very um, <laughs> jet-lagged. <laughs> Dang, and so I, I remember I remember like big parts of it, but I don't 
remember it like as a full experience if that makes any sense yeah yeah but I remember enjoying it I just didn't know anything about Wonder Woman and yeah like whenever the Amazonian women and stuff I had no idea that that was even like a part of it and so I was really excited to see I thought that was a really cool storyline yeah Um, so yeah no I need to watch it again so I can yeah remember it <laughs> i've just heard a lot of people be like oh the second one isn't as good as the first one i was really let down yeah there's definitely a lot of that um but yeah it is like like you mentioned it's kind of strange but also cool the way that like uh wonder woman and the amazon culture overlaps with like uh greek mythology it's very strange <laughs> but it's like totally like part of the storyline and it's kind of, I guess it's, it's like Thor is, is like that way in Marvel, but, um, yeah, it's, it is kind of like a confusing thing to come into. Like, and what does this have to do with like Batman? <laughs> like yeah. how are these in the same universe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Captain Marvel in the Marvel universe. Like yeah. I watched her movie and I actually, I really liked that movie a lot. Like, yeah. It's probably like one of my top 10, like, and I really liked her storyline and just mm-hmm. that entire movie in general. And, um, but I like in, when it came to Avengers Endgame and infinity wars, like I felt obviously she's like the most powerful of all the superheroes. Right. But I feel like I, there was still more lacking with that character that I felt like, Oh, maybe we could have done more with that. Yeah. Character. Or like, for sure. What is, how does she overlap here? And, but yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. That's what I need to go back and watch. I was thinking about that movie the other day. It's like hard to choose like which Marvel movies to rewatch because if I'm still in it and something else, I'm like, well, I get confused about where yeah. I am in the story. It's so hard, man. It is. Yeah. But. Okay. So I'm like so curious about what your number one is because I really thought that Birds of Prey would be on your list. Somewhere. I know it almost was. Shout out to Birds of Prey. That movie didn't get okay. enough respect, but because I, I was like, "There's no way she put it as number one." But I wonder if you and I have the same number. Is your last one a DC movie? It's actually not. Oh, um, really? My last one is Strange, um, but it's really hard. It's like I'm looking at my list and I'm like, "How?" I'm like almost ashamed that some of the things that aren't on it. <laughs> But do you want to do yours first? Yeah. I, I really, we've talked about this movie, I feel like, quite a bit on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but The Dark Knight is my favorite yes. superhero movie. I it's wouldn't be surprised. a masterpiece. It really is. It's my favorite Christopher Nolan film, um, hands down. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the iconic Heath Ledger performance is still something that like gives me chills when I watch it to this day. Because he's just such a good joker um but yeah i love that movie it it was probably like the first like really truly dark movie i ever watched um Mm -hmm. it's crazy that this was released in 2008 i know right that's crazy to me (laughs) we were just little we were just little kiddos back then Um, yeah (laughs) just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and i was a teenager (laughs) (laughs) i know but no, yeah, The Dark Knight's my last one. It's my favorite. Um, for a long time, that Christopher Nolan three-part, or the trilogy Batman series, was like the only uh, superhero movies I'd ever seen. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, that's my last one. <laughs> that's I really love that. all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's totally like, I mean, that movie, All I love all three of them. But yeah, that movie is so good. And it's like, oh man, every time I watch it, I just like have, it's like over and over again, these moments of just kind of being in awe of it and just being like, ah, like, I like the there's so many like iconic lines from it and like the music and oh man it's just it's so good and I I love those movies because I think part of what's so impressive that Christopher Nolan did is he did bridge like the gap between people who like didn't think that they were superhero movie people because they're more into like movie movies and like uh, comic book geeks, you know, it was, it melded everything and did mm-hmm. justice to both sides. And, um, yeah, I love that movie. It, it could have very easily been my number one, even though it's not on my list at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's very near a perfect movie. Yeah. Like it is, it is truly perfect. I think it's so good, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's, I I'm so I need to know what your number one is. It's okay. in the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's 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 strange, but it's just a movie that I just like adore. It's not that strange. I'm being Has dramatic. it been released in the last ten years? Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> You're like, are you gonna throw like another 1940s movie? At me? Holy crap! I was um, like, I'm gonna be at like 75. Right. superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because this movie is actually really similar in a lot of ways to Dark Knight but um, so it is excuse me um, it is Logan from the X-Men universe which Logan is Wolverine have you seen this movie? no it's my boyfriend's favorite superhero is movie is it? Too, oh that's yeah. awesome it's so good so and it's kind of like it's funny because it's one of those movies too where people were like this isn't a superhero movie like it's like it's too you know it's too much of a character piece or you know whatever but it's definitely a superhero movie because logan is wolverine who is one of the main x-men so i never really understood that argument but (laughs) i it's weird because even though dc is definitely my favorite there's always been like this super soft spot for the x-men in particular like i think that was actually the first superhero uh group i cared about as like a kid was the x-men but then it kind of everything else became dc after that but so i've always just had a soft spot um but in particular like the hugh jackman wolverine patrick stewart professor x version of the movies that came out in like the early 2000s that was kind of my the first superhero movies I loved too as a kid um and so I love that Logan is like that same storyline but picked back up like a decade later and it's just it's like I we both keep using this phrase it's a perfect movie (laughs) so many of these movies are perfect movies um but it it's wild because I think um Maybe the Dark Knight movies aside, now that I think about it. But I remember that Logan was a big deal because it was one of the first, like, superhero movies to be rated R. So, like, they could do, they, like, did not hold back. And it was wild seeing, like, this character who you already knew from several other movies being Wolverine to just being, like, a whole other level of Wolverine. Like, I'll give a disclaimer that it's way more violent, 
way more curse word heavy. It is definitely not like a family movie, but mm-hmm. it's like it's so good. Is it humorous? Like, is it like fighting like with the like little cheeky uh, quotes in the middle of it, or is it? There's some of that, but it's mostly just gritty. Like, I would say it's way more in the line of like the the Dark Knight trilogy, just like with more like f word like (laughs) yeah um but i love it because it's basically like a father-daughter film also and it's (laughs) and it's but it's like it kind of serves that purpose and it's also closing the door on like that version of wolverine as a character and so it just does such a good job of just like ushering in the new generation of like okay what comes after Logan and Wolverine, who is basically like I don't want to spoil the whole storyline, but where this movie picks up is like he's kind of like the last one of the last last ones standing from like the X Men that everybody knew. Um, so yeah, it's amazing. It's like again, just will weep every time at the end of the movie. Um, but what's really cool too is like speaking of movie theater experiences, um, the Alamo Draft House did around the time this came out, they did a special showing, um, which was Logan Noir. And so they showed a black and white version of the movie, but then you also had to like wear, like there was a dress code, like you had to wear black and white and had like a special menu oh my and gosh. stuff. And it was awesome. I love Alamo. I know. It was so amazing. And then we got, we have, we still have, I could go get it. We have a giant poster of Logan in black and white from that. Amazing. And it hung on our wall until like a few months ago um, because I needed to use the frame for a new print that I got. But um, you're like, ah, eh, the new Batman movie's coming I out. I know. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's time to retire Logan. But we literally for like the last six years have had that hanging. Uh, but it's so good. And what I love about it too is it's a great movie. Like I firmly think you could watch it without watching any of the other x-men movies like it helps if you have because you're just invested in the character but i genuinely think it's a good movie like without that um and it's just it's really good it's really badass (laughs) so is that like the so we have in marvel you have three universes Uh or i i mean like guardians of the galaxy and avengers obviously like collide Mm mm-hmm which I do love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. But anyway, so this X-Men, do the X-Men ever collide with the Avengers or anything like that? Or like, are they supposed to be in the same world or yeah. do they coexist? or They're supposed, so this is where, because I've never like, I'm kind of foggy on the details, but they're definitely in the same universe. And there was a bunch of like joking about that with like the Deadpool movies because Deadpool interacts with the X-Men and then also like Avengers. So there was a lot of like Mm -hmm. joking about how like, but they couldn't ever have them like actually in a scene together because of the weird rules around who owns the different properties. Because I think X-Men now it's kind of like a Spider-Man situation where like it's owned by Sony or someone else. So like, even though in Canon, like they're Marvel like, they don't ever, well, as it stands now, we won't get to see a movie where, like, those characters are together, which sucks. Um, but there's actually okay, so that, a, oh, sorry. The Logan movie was not Disney then. No. See, that's what I'm interested about, Deadpool being taken over by Disney. Yeah. Like, are they going to keep that same vulgarness, like, that same... I know, right? Like, it doesn't make any cursing. sense. I'm like... That movie like, is very vulgar. <laughs> I, love I just Deadpool, wanted but... to see like the little like 
obviously this won't have but like the little Walt Disney castle and the, like F word. Right. F-word. <laughs> exactly. It's like I hope that I hope that they do just because it would be funny, but I don't know how they're gonna get away with that. <laughs> Uh, but I, that's one of the reasons I always love Deadpool, too, is because he, like, the other characters are technically X-Men, at least in the first movie. I can't even remember the second movie. But um, it's it's just one of the few that, like, kind of bridges between them. And I'm like, this would be so cool if we could actually do it. <laughs> and there's a really funny, like, nod to it, actually, in WandaVision, too. But I won't oh, really? spoil it. There's, like, a... Because, okay, well, so... There's this whole weird thing where, um, so you know, uh, Wanda's brother Pietro, who like died in, um, which Avengers was it? Age of Ultron, and he mm-hmm. his like super speed was like his thing, uh, like her yeah. twin brother. Um, he is actually his character is named Quicksilver, and Quicksilver is actually an X Men, a member of the X Men. So there was, like, this whole, like, funny thing because the recent X-Men movies, which were, like, the next generation, Quicksilver's a character in it, but, like, you know, Mm -hmm. a a totally different actor, like, totally different storyline, but those movies were coming out at the same time as, like, the Avengers movies, and so people were always, like, this is so confusing because, like, these things are supposed to be connected, but they're not because they're owned by different properties, but, like, for a while, we had two Quicksilvers happening in two different cinematic universes, which was funny. Um, Because in the comics, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, Wanda, they are actually the children of Magneto, who's, like, the bad guy in X-Men. So it's, like, complicated. (laughs) Because, obviously, that wasn't part of their storyline in the Avengers. (laughs) Well, I was curious, have you seen anything? Have you just been watching all superhero movies lately or like what's something else good that you've watched lately oh my gosh i think i'm going to talk about something that i didn't like actually i'm pretty sure it's called a rainy day in new york oh you watched rainy day with selena gomez and him that was a horrible movie okay good (laughs) i'm glad to hear that because um directed by woody allen yeah uh, selena gomez timothy chalamet Elle Fanning, Jude Law is in it. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't know he was I in just, it. I just thought it was a really weird movie. I actually watched it. I had a stomach bug last week, and I I don't know if that had anything to do with me. That's <laughs> a 2.8 rating on Letterboxd, so. Um, I just thought that was a horrible movie. Like, the whole time, it's just about, like, sleazy old men trying to hit on oh my gosh. a young girl. And I, I just hated it. I was just like, this is not where I want to spend my time. That's that, how I left it. Yeah. Well, that's wild. Cause do you know, have you heard any of this, the Woody Allen controversy? I won't go too no. deep in this rabbit hole on this podcast, but basically, so there's a, a, uh, this is like perfect timing. You can just watch this whole thing if you want it, but there's like a, <laughs> um, a documentary series that just came out. It's like four episodes called Alan versus Pharaoh. Um, and it's about basically all like, um, well, I cover It's interesting. I was, I'm like, I can't believe that movie was still about that considering all this controversy. Cause it basically is talking about how all his movies have been about like inappropriate behavior between like older women, younger, older men and younger women. 
and that actually like that was his real life that he was like a predator um to like even to the woman he's married to now and just like um all this stuff I don't want to get into the whole thing but I'm so glad that the movie was bad <laughs> because I watched that series and I'm just like, whoa. Like, okay, like, I need no, to watch the series. Yeah, it's called Alan versus Pharaoh. It definitely doesn't make these guys to be like the heroes in any means, but just like when I'm on my second sleazy old man hitting on a girl that's like 18 years mm-hmm. old and you have a really young girl in her under, like, I'm just like, I just, you know, like, I just would rather spend my time doing something else I, I was sick and I was like oh I kind of yeah. want to watch like a romantic comedy right, I, right. I watched a romantic comedy yeah. and I was like oh Timothy Chalamet came out in a movie in 2020 and mm-hmm. it's directed by Woody Allen like yeah. it was clickbait for sure oh yeah and, and I'm sure um, that a lot of people are watching it because of that yeah yeah but not I would not recommend it but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching? I was so interested because <laughs> I'd been wanting to know if anybody had seen it because I was like is this movie good like because I just never yeah, never, it kind of like fell off after all that. But um, now I'm like, should I say something that I didn't like? <laughs> that I wish I didn't like. <laughs> My thing I liked is all Star Wars All Star Wars, ever. okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love Darth Vader is what I like. Yes. That's what I like. I love those movies so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um <laughs> Okay, so something that I watched recently, I've, like, asked you this question, and now I'm like, I wasn't prepared. Um, something that I watched recently and liked was, well, okay, so this is technically not recently, but I watched it for the second time recently, um, is the movie Sound of Metal, um, which is, it's nominated for an Oscar this year, but um, I just watched it for the second time last week, and I, after not watching it since it came out in, like, December or November, I think, and was just really struck by just how good it is. And I love it so much. It was my favorite movie of last year. And I was like, so far, this is still my favorite movie of this year. Um, But I'm just really happy it's getting Oscar love, even though it doesn't really have much of a chance. But that was something I liked. And then speaking of superheroes and the X-Men, this is sad, but I watched the new Mutants the other day. Okay, Um, that came out. Did that come out this year? Yeah, uh, end of 2020. Yeah, so really recently. It was not good, and I knew it wasn't good. Like, I knew everybody was mad about it, but we'd been wanting to watch it, and now it's on, I think, HBO Max. Um, So we did, and yeah, it's not very good. (laughs) It has, like, a lot, like, the pieces are there, but it's just kind of a mess. Um, So I guess now I'm ending on a downer note. Like, here are these superhero movies I love, and here's one that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just... It's a shame. And I heard that that movie kind of got rewritten and reshot a bunch of times. So it's kind of sad that it turned out the way it did. Because it was supposed to be kind of like a... Um, everyone was excited about it because it's supposed to be like a horror a horror film mixed with superhero genre. And I was like, yes, that's perfect. Um, but yeah, not really great. So <laughs> where did it... Did it feel more like a horror film or did it feel more like a... Um... Like a superhero. Uh, to me, it felt more like superhero. Like, you could definitely tell they were trying to make it like a, ho- a horror movie, but it's just, and again, this is probably just because I'm desensitized, but CGI monsters, like, are just never going to scare me. So it just kind of felt like too many details, making all these, like, creepy things pop out and try to give you a jump scare. It just didn't 
really connect. But I could see what they, you know, were kind of going for and was just really like, oh, it's a shame that that concept didn't really execute because I bet it would have been awesome. So, but I mean, I keep thinking about how suit they're like the Suicide Squad movie is getting a redo this year. So I'm like, maybe New Mutants yeah. will too. And there's still hope. <laughs> and I, I like Suicide Squad. I know a lot of people don't like that movie, but the first one. So yeah, I, yeah. I like that movie a lot. It has a lot of fun aspects to it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited fun. for the new one. I can't wait. It looks really good. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to our superhero breakdown and we'll be back on our next episode just in time for the Oscar awards with our predictions. <laughs> <laughs>